0: Welcome to America's Heroes Group Podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly and co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. And now America's Heroes Group Podcast While serving as executive director at Leave No Veteran Behind, Eli implemented debt relief and transition, transitional programs and employment for our veterans and workforce skills training, as well as community service opportunities for veterans making the transition from military to civilian life. Uh, Prior to 2009, Eli served in both Iraq and Afghanistan as a member of the psychological operations teams and as an Arabic linguist uh, working on outreach to civilian communities and supporting special operations forces. He also served as a a wildland firefighter in Montana. He was one of those people they call the smoke jumpers. (laughs) So I am so honored and so pleased to have Eli Uh, Williamson on this uh, station today. Uh, I had to stay here because I knew he was coming on and uh, we have a bond that goes all the way back to Iraq. How are you doing, Eli?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for the introduction. This is Eli Washington, not Eli Williamson. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Eli Washington. Eli Williamson is on a panel that's coming up on this coming Monday, uh, sponsored by Cook County government. Oh, Uh, I see.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) So but that's a quite a uh, outstanding resume you gave for that person and I'm truly looking forward to hearing him uh, on Monday night or Monday afternoon for the Cook County uh, government's uh, veterans affairs equity program.
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah, cuz that's that's a program I actually participated in that uh for uh, quite a couple of years now and it is a fantastic program. Actually, you know, I've really learned a lot about my benefits um and through the, uh, the and it's it's actually uh, maybe you can go out and explain it to everyone because I think people okay. need to really know about this and participate.
1: Sure. On this coming Monday at three o'clock, Cook County Government, the uh, 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 Equity uh, Committee will host a virtual town hall meeting dealing with veterans and veterans affairs issues. We're going to have a dynamic panel. It is all virtual. Uh, it's going to be on President Tony Preckwinkle's. Uh, Facebook page at three o'clock on That's this great. coming Monday. Okay. Yep, we're going to have Rebecca Van Horn. She is with the Road Home, Road Home program. Now, this uh, uh, organization provides mental health services for veterans and their families. We're also going to have the very, very distinguished Eli Williamson. And I I, I need to write that introduction. You just gave him down. (laughs) (laughs) On Monday, we can hear the
0: same. (laughs) I met Eli back in Iraq. I was a... I I I heard. I I see. I was running Combat 8 Medical Station, and he uh, showed up. And I said, where are you from? He said, Chicago, where are you from? And I said, Chicago. Why haven't we met before?
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah, so he's going to be on the panel as well Okay. E- Emmanuel Johnson, he's with the McCormick. Uh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the McCormick Foundation. Now, what they do, they provide a whole lot of assistance to veterans uh, throughout the city of Chicago and county of Cook. We're also going to have Karen Hernandez. She's mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Chicago Vets. Okay. Now, they offer employment services and support services uh, to veterans and education programs. And we're going to have the director of Veterans Affairs for Cook County Government. Uh, uh, Department of Veteran Affairs, who's a Vietnam vet, uh, Mr. Bill Brown. Oh, now, Bill uh,
0: Brown. I know Bill Brown.
1: There uh, you go. Everybody knows Bill Brown. Yes, sir. Bill Brown is an is an outstanding uh, gentleman. Uh, I've had the pleasure of getting to know him and work with him. Because what I do in Cook County, I work with the minority uh, women and veteran businesses, businesses for okay. the county of Cook. Oh, yes. And we had a veteran business program, so that when we were crafting the ordinance so we were able to sit down and talk to Bill and just get a real understanding of uh, some of the needs of the veterans as far as the business community is concerned. So, like, this 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 event on this coming Monday at 3 o'clock on President Tony Preckwinkle's Facebook page is this going to be a dynamic. Uh, you know, mm. we, we encourage all veterans uh, to listen in, or if you know a veteran, uh, please have them to tune in to uh, uh, President Tony Preckwinkle's Facebook page uh, on this coming Tuesday. I mean, coming, I'm sorry, coming Monday at three o'clock. It's going to be a dynamic event. Uh, We try to have these events at least twice a month where the president, you know, since you can't get out and meet people uh, face-to-face anymore like COVID uh, because of COVID. So we like to have these events so the president still can be out uh, with the community. People can see and hear ideas and programs and services that the county's providing.
0: Yeah, because I know uh, Tony Preckwinkle. I will tell you, uh, she was my alderman, and then i, I and, right in the fourth floor. And then she left my ward and became the president of the board. And I said, you know, Cook County board. And I said, I said, you know, I guess I'll let you go. And she started laughing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but really, a wonderful person out there. Uh, yeah,
1: she, she, she's had a distinguished career. I, I had the pleasure of knowing her many years ago when she was Alderman as well. Uh, at that time, I was working for then Alderman John Steele, so I had the opportunity uh, to yes. enter, engage and interact with her before I came over to the county.
0: Oh, yes, yes. When
1: John Stroger was in was in office.
0: Oh, John Stroger, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. You got some history there.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. we at the county, we're we just trying to do the best we can with what yes. we have. You know, mm-hmm. uh, resources are limited. Um, and I think we all have a sign of relief that happened. Uh, the 74 million people, including myself, was very happy what happened this morning. Yes. <laughs> so, so. I I, think I
0: saw the sun rise.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but yes, yes, yes yeah and i think that's something that you know uh we we're, we're a nonpartisan show but I'll oh absolutely you, but it's it goes back to the integrity and the principles and the character of people who are you know leading this nation and as a veteran i i've got to support myself oh, and the healing of a nation and i'm hoping that that's what we're on the track we're going on right now but you know oh absolutely so, so where 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 does this event it's going to be on um you know online right now um mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so what are some of the things that people can expect from it? I know you. they
1: seen... can expect to mm-hmm. talk about, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, if you look, if you're a veteran, if you're looking for a job mm-hmm. where you can go, if you are a veteran business owner, mm-hmm. what services are available to you? Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to talk about um, mental health because okay. that is a very big issue. One of the uh, co-sponsors of the event is the Kennedy Forum. So I was so happy to hear uh, uh two individuals who I have just the utmost respect for earlier on in your show when I heard Congressman Davis and Chris Kennedy on the show. So the Kennedy Forum is one of the co sponsors of this this particular event. Eli, so I mean Hi, Eli is Glenda executive
0: producer. I need to incorporate Eli Williamson also into this uh conversation, okay?
1: Oh wonderful. Absolutely. Hold please. Keep, keep
0: talking okay so I see I, <laughs> I had two Elis calling me
1: <laughs> there you
0: go. you a popular man yeah, are, you, are, you, are you sure this wasn't part of that psychological operations that Eli Williamson was doing <laughs>
2: uh-huh. That is <laughs> not, that's not that's me, not my Dr. Skill set.
1: <laughs> I gave him that's not,
2: not a, my skill set I
0: gave him such a wonderful introduction yes you did <laughs> yes you did
1: That's why we can't wait to hear him on, on Monday at three o'clock just cannot wait
0: yes yes sir. And so, so it sounds like it's a lot of different things. You know, the job, um, job opportunities, the veteran business owner um, should call as well. And do I have to be a business owner to call?
1: Uh, no. To no, absolutely not. Yeah. That's just one of the services that the county provides uh, uh, for veteran businesses. But it's just not for veteran businesses by any stretch of the imagination. It's just for all veterans. It's basically one of our ways to show people and to thank our veterans for their service, their courage, and their dedication to our country. So, you know, we just want to take the time and just honor them and, and, and just tell people what's out there to provide assistance for them.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, now that we have uh, Eli on, tell us a little bit about you. And I, I gave him an incredible, glowing introduction. Sure, uh, did. Uh, <laughs> and uh, on the playback, you're going to hear that. But, uh, Eli, he, uh, you have uh, been uh, incredible. You know, as a president, co-founder of Leave No Veterans Behind, um, uh, I was telling him uh, how we met in Iraq and uh, it was psychological operations, and I think you, you were just sent out to see who else was from Chicago was out there. So <laughs> we met on the battlefield, and it has been an honor to, uh, to be knowing you uh, as long as I have uh, since our time back in Iraq. But tell us a little bit about, you know, um, you know the, what you're going to say, I guess, at this uh, meeting on Monday at 3 p.m. Um, on the 9th uh, on Tolene Preckwinkle's face, face page.
2: Well, well. First and foremost, Doctor Arnold, as you as you know, it's an honor to always be in your presence. Uh, you're one of my first mentors in the military, and have been mentoring me ever since we met in Iraq in Mosul in 2004. Right. And so, it's just an absolute honor uh, to be able to, you know, share some space with you, uh, Bill Brown. As you know, I've I've always respected you and respect the work that you're doing on behalf of veterans, uh, the county. Um, and the work that President Preckwinkle has always committed herself to as it pertains to veterans and their families. So, you know, first and foremost, it's just an honor to take this call and uh, be able to, you know, talk about the issues that are relevant towards veterans, their families, but, but more importantly, mm-hmm. how veterans can be relevant to the larger communities in which they live in the city of Chicago and, and, and Cook County. Um, uh, two pieces, you know, I, as you all know, with Leave No Veteran Behind, our organization was co-founded with the idea that if you can invest in veterans, veterans can come back and build more resilient and and even better communities uh, as a catalyst. You know, people talk about a catalyst, right? That's not the fuel, right? That's the spark. And, you know, I feel that, you know, as our veterans come back and our veterans transition, and I use that word come back and transition loosely because, you know, veterans make multiple transitions. Throughout their lives, whether you're a Vietnam veteran, World War II veteran, Korean War, or Iraq or Afghanistan, we're always making transition, right? As we get older, as our as our perspectives change, as the conflicts change. And, and so throughout all of that, veterans also have a history of coming back and being catalysts economically, socially, or otherwise for the types of change that we're looking for in our nation. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that's a critical That's a critical distinction. You know, at no stage is a veteran a uh, charity. Uh, People have already invested in us. They've invested in our service. They've invested in, you know, our knowledge base. They've invested in a lot of different things. And they should always have an expectation of being able to leverage that investment for community good. Now, the, the, the piece that comes in is if we're not doing well, we need to always think about that, that that investment is not doing well. Right. But right. these individuals that we've put in so much responsibilities into are are not working at maximum capacity to continue the change that they that they're able to do in the society in which we want to live. And so our organization, Leaving Over and Behind, focuses on two types of investments, education and employment. We have a retroactive scholarship that pays off veteran student loans wow. and require those veterans to give back 100 to 400 hours of, of community service. Uh, the criteria for that program is that they have to have completed some form of higher education, served honorably, uh, have an economic hardship, but but most importantly, these are veterans who are already, you know, they, 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 you know, it's one thing to base a scholarship on potential; it's another thing to base a scholarship on on actually outcomes and performance, and that's what you have here. And so, these veterans, once they get their student loans paid off, they have to commit to 100 to 400 hours of community service. Uh, The other side of our investment is is local. While that program is national, locally we've been providing transitional jobs in the city of Chicago for over a decade now. And these transitional jobs pay wages, they provide opportunities for training, and then we place people in long-term industries. Uh, What's unique about those transitional jobs that we provide veterans, their families, is that they have to also have some type of communal outcome, positive communal outcome. So our organization was integral in the formation of the Safe Passage Program in the city of Chicago, where yes, our so veterans go out for yeah. school mm-hmm. and provide uh, a, a violence reduction. Uh, right now, we just got uh, uh, tied in as uh, contact tracers uh, in partnership with the city of Chicago, where our veterans and community members are making sure that people uh, are proactively uh, getting screened for COVID-19. And then the other the other side is we also do direct mentorship to youth and members uh, of the community to make sure that our community members are more resilient in the face of existential threats. So we're actually training community members around first aid, CPR, CERT training, psychological first aid, so that we're much more prepared and much more resilient when we're faced with the type of social medical unrest that we find from pandemics or, 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 or some of the more caustic social issues that we're facing. So so these are the kind of the bodies of behaviors in which our veterans are, are up front and lead, and lead with. You know, over the last 10 years, we've provided over a 1,000 transitional jobs to veterans, youth participants, community members. Uh, we've, we've paid out close to $10 million in wages. And that's economic activity uh, that we've seen flow into the hands of individuals who need it the most and the communities that need it the most. And so, you know, our hope is to continue to do that. Uh, on on Monday, I'll be sharing some of this work with the uh, President Preckwinkle, and, and she's just honored us at, to, to to speak on behalf of this organization, and and to to, try, to articulate some of the issues that veterans are facing. So, I, again, that's 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 mm. what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do. But it, but outside of the behavior, right, of what we're actually doing, it's the ethos that matters, right. How, why are we doing this? Why? How can we leverage veteran talent to solve some of the pressing issues that we have?
0: That that's fantastic, Eli. I mean, you gave so much information in that short period of time that was just astounding. I mean, these are some opportunities that veterans need to know about, need to get engaged with. It can change and transform someone's life. Uh, many of our veterans are coming back. Uh, from service and our, you know, uh, transitioning from active duty to civilian life. This is just uh, fantastic what you've done. And um, I, I loved one of the comments you made. It was like the the uh, this is not the fuel. It is just a spark. You know, so the beginning we have to be become actively engaged and take advantage of these opportunities, right, and become part of the process. And as veterans we should be supporting uh, organizations like this in any way we can. Um, and we should be, you know, making sure we know that. Um, is there, like, a website or anything that people can go to or to get more, not, you know, information on this?
2: Absolutely. They can look us up. It's really easy, www.leavenoveteranbehind.org. Really easy, Org. If you Google us, you can see right now we're hiring up, so we're looking for veterans right now to be employed in transitional work. We've got multiple types of opportunities where they can engage in the community. And I want to be clear, these are paid opportunities. The reason we chose the transitional jobs model as a way to impact veterans and their families is because our, our hope is that if you're able to stabilize somebody economically through work, right, through work, this is not a handout. You will come you will work. Uh, that those individuals now have the latitude to choose and opt into opportunities that are Again, catalytic for them families, catalytic for themselves, and then catalytic for the community. and that's that's the critical way in which we look at all of our programs. these are These are not, again, this is not a charity. You know, a, a lot of people run charitable organizations, and there's nothing against that. Uh, we think that these are strategic investments and individuals that, again, can really reshape the way in which we look at community. Wow. and And so, if you're interested in participating in that, if you're interested in working, and making sure that you're able to do a deep dive into the places that need it most, um, we've got some jobs.
0: Yeah, it looks like, uh, Eli Washington, it looks like you're bringing some power brokers to your table. (laughs) You have uh, Emmanuel uh, Johnson, Karen uh, Hernandez, uh, Bill Brown, and uh, my uh, special place in my heart is for Bill Brown, also for Eli Williamson. Uh, very good uh, people who are actually doing some great things. And, uh, uh, you know, I know Bill Brown is actually post-311 commander, you know, for VFW, and they they are actually opening up a new center out there um, in in uh, Mets, and so, you know, people should uh, pay attention to that. They're having an open house that's coming up. But, you know, so what are the other things that uh, you think are important for us to know, uh, uh, Eli Washington? To, uh, to that people should know about what this event means and why it was so important for you to pull
2: this together. Yeah, no, I I think you know there's two pieces. You know, I think that you, you know the the first piece is we're we really are suffering right now as a nation. Uh, we're we're pretty fractured. Mm-hmm. Yes, around things that you know I, I would never consider them inconsequential, mm-hmm. but I think we are fractured around things that. Uh, should not be of consequence, if that makes sense. That's right. And, you know, the the idea of us being fractured right now at this critical stage, not only in our national development, but in human development, is it, it, it's, it's unnecessary.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the reason I say that it's unnecessary is that, you know, I served in the military for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I had all types of people around me, mm-hmm. black, white, Jew, Gentile, didn't matter. Right. And... Your ability to overcome your own personal dissonance for cause, mm-hmm. right, and more importantly, a greater cause than yourself, yes, was the was the admired way of leadership, right? Was the admired way of leadership, and I think that that's critical. You know, we were both in the army, and there's actually an FM on leadership that describes not only how to lead, right, but the characteristics of leadership and so when we start trying to codify where we're fractured right we do have people who've been trained to standard around what it means to lead through very difficult moments yes, yes and 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 most importantly what the character of leadership look needs to look like as they lead it's not so much just getting the job done in the military it's getting the job done with a certain sense of character that allows you to continue to lead and build trust with the people in which uh, you you are you you have to you know, they have to follow you. And I think that as veterans, there's a unique opportunity to kind of pull people back from the brink of being fractured to move people into a place in which they're moving forward around things that are that are that are important for everyone around things that are of consequence. Right. Right. But don't necessarily tear us asunder. Um, and, I, and I think that that's the most important moment right now if there's anything that needs to be articulated across the board, regardless of one's political persuasion, is that. The the second part of that, right, is the accountability, you know, that you find in the military, right? Right. Um, The military doesn't always get that right. But you understand when it doesn't, right? And there's an expectation that it's going to get fixed. That's right. Right? That's right. And when you have that expectation, right, you're able to move things forward. And so regardless of... You know the political consequence of this election, or, or, or what's happening politically. I think that there has to be a level of accountability that we all have to embrace, right? So we can move things forward, um, and 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 allow ourselves the opportunity, you know, to look at look at the situation and grow from it. So I think that military individuals provide that unique opportunity uh, to provide that framework for the for for the larger whole.
0: Yeah, you know, and earlier we had on, uh, c- you know, Congressman Davis, uh, Danny Davis, uh, the honorable um, Co- Illinois congressman from the 7th uh, Congressional District. And we also had on uh, Chris Kennedy, who is the uh, son of Robert F. Kennedy. And, you know, as, as we look back through history and we look at John F. Kennedy and Ted Kennedy and we look at people who actually stood up for right, the right uh, thing to do, Uh, We had uh, John McCain, we had, um, you know, uh, James Clyburn, we had John Lewis. We had people who, you know, really looked into their hearts and decided that this nation needed to heal. And uh, they didn't come at it with a a hammer or a sledgehammer or, you know, a bulldozer, but they came at it with rational thinking and making sure that we were on the right course. We as veterans have a responsibility to help to – you know, fight against those things. The reason why Veterans Day even was instituted was uh, the end of World War One, right? It was the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918. And it was called Armistice Day in, until uh, June 4th of, uh, you know, 1926 when they put this into effect. And then it was renamed in 1954. And so we... You know, we are uh, part of a legacy of healing of this nation and protecting this nation. And we have that uh, obligation, uh, whether we are re- retired from the military or active duty, uh, we are here to uh, embody those char- that character, those that moral uh, strength in order to make sure this nation is safe. And I just want to commend you uh, for uh, what you have been doing because uh, the, the programs you put into place have actually – Uh, made that happen so I want to thank you Eli uh, Williamson and then also to uh, Eli Washington that uh, we hope this is going to be a successful event which I'm sure it will be every year it is Uh, but again it's on Monday the 9th at 3 p.m. Facebook page for Tony Preckwinkle make sure you're there and uh, learn and uh, you know gain from these benefits that these uh, veterans uh, have worked so hard to put on the table for you. But thank you again, Eli. And we're just running out of time. So, uh, again, I'll be seeing you on the the boulevard. (laughs) Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit AmericasHG.org.